0: Today's scripture is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verses 32 to 40. Hear these words in God's holy word that are alive and applicable to our lives today. The scripture says, Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose masters find them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left the house his house be broken into. Yet you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come At an hour that you do not expect him. The word of God for the people of God.
1: Thank you. Let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing to you, O Lord. Enable us to be receptive to your message this morning. Challenge us to live more fully for you than we ever have before. We pray these things through the power of your spirit. Amen. Today we continue our worship series called Road Trippin' with Jesus. We're looking at texts from the Gospel of Luke when Jesus journeyed to Jerusalem with his growing group of disciples. And as they traveled, Jesus told parables and stories that helped them to see how their everyday lives connected with their life with God. These stories reminded me that discipleship is much like going on a road trip with Jesus, learning as we go and travel along on the road of life, with Jesus as our navigator. And like with any road trip, you need to know your budget before you leave. You need to pay attention to the road signs and you need to be ready for anything. Last week we talked about trusting the navigator and I shared about a time when my family went out west for four weeks and my parents spent months planning our route. But then when we hit construction or accidents or road closures, and they caused us to change our course, the driver, my dad, had to trust my mom, the navigator, because, they, because my mom, the navigator, she was the one who was able to see the whole map. And similarly, then, as disciples, we are called, we are challenged, really, to trust God as our navigator the navigator of our life, because God sees the whole picture and how everything works together. The beginning of this week's scripture, it continues with that theme of trust. And Jesus says, do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. And then in true Jesus fashion, he builds upon that and that trust element to connect it to what we believe our treasure to be. And then ultimately to being prepared for the coming of God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. I've come to realize that there are two kinds of road trippers. There's those who go on a trip in order to reach a destination. They take the quickest route. They make as few stops as possible so that they can get to their destination, where then their vacation, or what have you, can finally begin. That's one. Then, there's another kind. And you guys are all looking at each other going, "Mm, oh, which one are you, oh, I know. Then there's the other ones, whose, their vacation begins the moment they get in the car. The road trip is part of the destination. It's part of the adventure of it. They pick a route that's not solely based on speed, but on roads that are going to take them through beautiful parts of the country or show them places that they've never seen before. They watch the roadside for signs that point them to interesting attractions like the world's largest ball of yarn. And maybe they pack the uh, picnic lunch and find a park to eat rather than grabbing fast food on the highway. For these people... A road trip isn't simply about getting to the destination, but it's about the journey along the way as well. In today's scripture passage, Jesus is telling his disciples and telling us that we don't have to rush to our destination. When we live confident and and assured of God's provision, that all we really need God has given us, the God who was revealed and lived and died and was raised in Jesus, then we will live in a way that is not focused on our achievements or our acquisitions or our own assets but, or on getting there to that destination, but we will then rather focus on being ready to see where God is working in the moment each and every moment of our lives, so that we can join in in that adventure. I do have to admit, as you guys were looking around at each other going, oh, you're that kind, oh, you're that kind. I was the kind, before I met Russ, my husband, I was definitely of the mind that you go on a road trip in order to reach a destination. But Rasul was not. He's the one who slows down looks at the roadside stands, makes friends with the strangers, and seeks out the best places for the local food. And when I was pregnant with our first child, my best friend was getting married in South Carolina. And so we decided to make a road trip out of, a little vacation out of this, this trip. So we drove down, and the wedding was beautiful, and I gave the worst maid of honor speech in the entire world. And then it was time to head back home. And we got in the car, and not 20 minutes down the road, Russ saw a stand for boiled peanuts. And so, of course, we had to stop and get some boiled peanuts. They sounded disgusting to me, but that's what we had to do because that's what they do there in South Carolina. I was five months pregnant, and it was summer in South Carolina, so I stayed in the car. Russ went to grab a bag of peanuts, and 15 minutes later, he comes back. He's made a new friend, he's got some peanuts, and he knows the best place to go for Carolina barbecue. And it's at this dive that's not too far away. So, of course, we have to have dinner there. And I sat there looking at him, thinking, okay, we are 20 minutes down the road from where we started, and already we've stopped for a snack and a chat. And now we're going to have dinner. But (laughs) we went to the barbecue place. And sure enough, it was fantastic barbecue. And we got to see the local culture. And we got to talk with people and hear their stories. And it was an experience that I remember even now, 13 years later. I don't remember the highway we eventually got on that took us home. But I do remember all of those little side trips that Rasul has taken me on on that trip and all the other ones. I want to I read today's scripture from the message paraphrase of the Bible. It says, what I'm trying to do here, Jesus is saying, what I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, not be so preoccupied with getting so that you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way God works fuss over these things. But you know both God and how God works. Steep yourself in God reality, in God initiative, in God provisions, and you'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Don't be afraid, Jesus said, of missing out. You're my dearest Friends, the Father wants to give you the very kingdom itself. It is God's pleasure, God's intention, and God's delight to give us everything that we need so that we can relax, so that we don't have to be preoccupied with all of the getting, but respond to God's giving in our lives. And then how do we do that? Well, Jesus goes on to say, "Be generous, give to the poor, keep." And he says in the meth- in the message version, "Keep your shirts on, keep the lights on, be like house servants waiting for their master to come back from his honeymoon, awake and ready to open the door when he arrives and knocks." As disciples, we shouldn't be preoccupied with the destination, with where we're going when we die. That's important, but that's not really the point. The point, and today's scripture reminds us of it, is that as disciples of Jesus, those who actively try to live out the model that Jesus gave us, our lives are about what we do along the way. Because God's already provided everything that we need, we get to focus on the journey along the way the people that we meet every day, showing them God's love, seeing where God is speaking and moving already so that we can participate, hearing the stories that people have to share, and opening our eyes to the ways that God is working here and now, bringing the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Because that is what it's called, it means to be a disciple it's not, it's not waiting for something else to happen, but about bringing it here right now. It's about sacrificing our comfort, getting out of the air-conditioned car in hot and humid weather for, to pay $8 for a bag of boiled peanuts and hear someone's story. To in that moment value them as a child of God and help them support their family. And what better way of being reminded of all of this, of God's provision in our lives, of coming together with one another so that we can then go out into the world and do God's good work than this table of communion? God calls us to do this hard work, to be ready for anything in the moment, not focused on that destination. But what are all those little side trips? that can take us into the real ministry of God. Let us pray. Most holy Lord, we hear these words. We hear you calling us, telling us, pleading with us not to worry, to trust in you that you will provide To focus on where you are working in the world so that we might be your hands and your feet. And yet, God, it is hard. It is hard to focus on that when it seems like there's so much that needs to happen, when the worries seem so big. So, God, again, in this moment, calm our minds, calm our hearts. Let us come to your table to receive, to receive your love and your grace, your unimaginable peace into our lives and our very souls so that we might share it then with the world. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. I invite you to join with me in the prayer of confession and pardon that is found in your bulletin. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. Glory to God. Amen. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took the bread from his table and he gave thanks to God. And then he broke the bread and he told his disciples, take, eat, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then when the supper was over, he again took the the cup from his table. And again, he lifted it and he gave thanks to God. And he told his disciples, drink from this, all of you. This is the blood of my new covenant given for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. O holy God, pour out your spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ so that we might be for the world, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. Make us one with you, one with each other, one in ministry to all of the world until Christ comes in final victory and we get to feast at his heavenly banquet. Oh God, we pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Christ's table. All are welcome to participate, to receive God's grace and forgiveness at Christ's table. Even the little ant that is on my arm. That's nice. Go away. This is communion. <laughs> This—it's not communion-free. It's not communion-free. It's gluten-free. It's gluten-free communion. I don't know, I, I don't know. It's full of communion. it's full of grace and love, and we get to receive it so that we will be full of grace and love. Even those who need to be gluten-free. You may come up and, and receive a bread and a piece of bread and a cup and a, a cup of juice, and then receive the elements and place the empty cups in the trash behind us, knowing that all of the goodness is within us. So I invite the communion stewards to come forward as we celebrate together. Let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy, holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant us that we might go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I invite you to stand in body or in spirit as we sing our closing hymn
2: Lift every voice and sing till her-
1: For your beautiful voice leading us through that song. I've never heard that one before. Have you guys heard that one before? It was a very pretty tune. I liked it. As we go from this time together, our hope is that you will take God into the world with you, living into the mission of creating safe spaces, not just in this space, but everywhere in the world. And so we have a few ways, opportunities for you to do that first is through um, inviting people to come tomorrow evening to the church for to hear the Greater Cleveland Flute Society concert. They played a few months ago here in worship and it is absolutely gorgeous and it's a free concert at seven o'clock here in our sanctuary tomorrow evening Monday so you can come and invite your friends and enjoy some beautiful music together. And then also we are preparing for our upcoming um, program year. And one of the things that we provide each year is confirmation. And confirmation is for seventh graders on up to dig into what it means to be a Christian and to discern whether they want to claim that name for themselves. And Dana, who is our youth director and an awesome group of teachers, they have been working together together along with myself to create this safe space for our teens to ask questions, to learn and to grow. And we would love for um, any teens to come if they have not been confirmed, to check out, to learn about the classes, um, what's involved, to talk with Dana or myself, and to um, participate in confirmation. And then also, we would love some help with AV and, and ushers for our worship services. We have a lot of different ways to help out and to sell, help creating a space for honest worship for one another. And so we would love if you have, you don't need any experience. Like, the experience level needs to be zero. Like, that's the expectation. And then we help you along the way. All you have to do for an usher is you have to be able to smile. Can you smile? you're all not going to smile at me because you don't want to do it. I see how it is. See, I see a smile. All right. And you can say, hi, then you can be an usher. That's really all it is. And then also directly following this service, we need some help. Um, well, two things, um, in the bulletin, you'll notice that it says sending cards for Bob to Shannon's hundredth birthday. That is in a, a couple of weeks and he passed away on Friday, but we can still send cards and let his family know that he is loved and and cared for. Um, Actually, his daughter shared that she was reading his 100th card to him. And she looked up, and he had passed away. And so in that moment of his passing, he knew how much he was loved. And so um, I invite you to do that. You can also head down to the Fellowship Hall and help set up for his, his funeral reception this afternoon, Or you can go down to the preschool wing and bring up some boxes and help us move some boxes of hygiene kits for MedWorks that we need to store for our next opportunity. So you can do things right now, and then you can go grab some lemonade and some cookies, and it's just going to be a grand morning as we cool off of lemonade. So let us receive our benediction and go into the world and do God's good work. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen.
0: Have a great week.